That's okay. Some people can like like white bread as well. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> milk i'm cake and i'm lemon and welcome to nympho bites where we take a bite into different parts of oh shit hold on sorry (laughs) (laughs) run with it uh (laughs) you know it's only our second time with the new format (laughs) no well this time we're recording with being able to see each other's faces and Y'all's big heads for blocking my script. <laughs> so okay, welcome sorry. to Nympho Bites, where we take a bite into different parts of hentai culture. So remember. Bite you. Eat up. It was eat up. It was eat up. Oh my God, Milk. <laughs> Come get your slop. <laughs> Clean yourself up. Suey. <laughs> like I didn't even realize I didn't know it. Keep your fork. There's pie. <laughs> As soon as you got like to the bit, as your voice was building, I was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, what was it? Lie, just your hands all sweaty and smudged. We need to write each other's lines on our foreheads yeah. so we can just look at the webcams. Just cue cards. We'll have cue cards for each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is the rougher version of Nymphomers. Yes. Very oh, rough. Yeah. Underline like, that rough. Like sandpaper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coarse even, some would say. Wait, wait, did you say coarse or horse? Because both work. Coarse horse. Okay. A coarse horse. Yeah. It's a horse you don't want to ride, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to ride any of them. They're terrifying. Really? I love horses. They're so big. Yeah. You want to ride a pony? (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's not even the size, because, like, I'm not even that scared of, like, moose. Hmm. And they're huge. Have you seen a moose in person? Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, I was getting chased. Well, not me particularly, but my uncle who was with me was getting chased by a moose. That's um, terrifying. Oh, jeez. It's his own fault. He was antagonizing the thing. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a story <laughs> that I need to hear. <laughs> I've been chased by more animals than most, I feel. What about geese? Have you been chased by geese? <laughs> oh, okay. Story time. I don't like to get too tangenty, especially at the start of the episode, but I learned the definition of true fear because of geese. And I say that because it was like, uh, maybe I was like four to six and these geese were chasing after me. And so I was like running, but they're faster than me with their little little toothpick legs and they're biting at me. And it's not like terribly painful, but I'm like crying out to my parents and I'm a little child. They're old boomers. They can't catch near the geese. So I'm like, my parents are close by, but I'm still being attacked and nothing can save me or help me in this situation. Sometimes life is just scary and awful. And so geese permanently traumatized me to the horrors of real life. I have crossed a bridge to avoid geese. Amazing. And geese, their their mouths are pretty terrifying. Yeah, they got those like weird teeth in there. That's yeah. just yeah. teeth on the tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. That's why I have a print of a swan in my room. Or is it a goose? It's black <laughs> with the like white. Well, now I don't know. I think it's a swan. Swans are kind of assholes too. They're tangentially related to geese. Yeah. 
was it like Batman to like motivate you with fear? In the day? <laughs> Someday I'll get you. <laughs> I'm going to be the, the geese and me that the city needs. <laughs> Wait, do you hear that from the alleys? <laughs> <laughs> just like after every crime scene solved, there's just like a fuck ton of down everywhere. Amazing. Okay, <laughs> uh, where are we here for? Um, well, speaking of scary mouths, we're here today to talk about Vor. Mm. Yes. Um, today I did research. I have oh the boy. definition. Let's, let's hear it. So I do want to say, um, I, I started with like looking at eHentai's like a wiki for the tag and it's like, you know, what you would expect. Um, and then I... For for a lot of my research in other parts of the episode today, I went down this like rabbit hole of uh, Ika's place and um, or Ika's portal. And like I found these definitions and like word origins, but they're not right according to all my other sources. So I'm just going to go with the more reputable sources. Okay. But I will say some people, uh, it's disputed, I guess, but uh, vor comes from uh, the Latin uh, verb uh, vorar. 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 See, you already knew it. (laughs) Are you kidding me? I did my Uh, homework too. Yeah, yeah. I I Um, ran an errand and I came home and sat down on the toilet and got on Wikipedia immediately in those 10 minutes that I had before getting on here. Um, Yeah, but I I mean, we're all familiar with the like root word, like devour as well Mm -hmm. as like carnivore, omnivore. You know, come of war. It's it's something that's ingrained in our, our language, but it's also uh, the word that refers to a alternative hentai kink, which is uh, defined by soft war and hard war. Mm-hmm. I think today we're all kind of leaning more towards soft war um, where you uh, devour somebody, swallow them whole. Uh, this sometimes will refer to them like being alive in the stomach and just chilling or uh, maybe not. But it's all like softball is defined by like just a, a swallow hole. You can find it in a ton of like Sonic fan art. You've probably seen it as a joke. We there, also did an episode um, we, reviewing the Hentai Naga Shower, which was a vore based mm-hmm. furry comic. So if you and check that out, the, the There'll be a link to it in the show notes, right? Yep. There sure will now. Thanks. Link in the description. There's yeah. going to be a link in the show notes, right? <laughs> yeah, cake with her little gun. Um, but yeah, so so Vora is uh, multifaceted, but the general definition of that is like swallowing people whole. But then, you know, you have people like our other co-host Aurora, who is like really into like the other side of Vor. Uh, you, you can hear that in other episodes, mm-hmm. her like frothing at the mouth about it. Um, but yeah, so, so it's just, uh, Latin Greek based, um, vorphilia. Um, so that's, uh, the definition. Um, let's see here. Uh, I'm not used to all the windows I have here. Uh, I guess everything else I have goes into history. Uh, I didn't think about how splitting definition and history would make it kind of weird. Oh, no, no, it's okay. Uh, 
Um, this one's also interesting, too, in that you were talking about looking for reputable sources. Do you know where I went first? I went to oh. Wikifer. Wikifer? That's, the, the, I mean... The Venn diagram between Vor and Furry is a fucking circle. Like, I mean, they both have the same like origin pipeline of Sonic art. <laughs> yes, basically. Yeah. That's actually a good point I wanted to bring up. I guess I don't know if we were going to tackle that at this podcast. No, go but for it. Yeah. It is definitely like hand in hand with furry uh, mm-hmm. art culture, I guess. Um, I guess it's because maybe Vor uh, sort of harkens back to sort of um, uh, sort of ca- um, primitive sort of carnal desires. And yeah. no better would that be in- expressed with actual devouring and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah so maybe that's why it goes with that. Yeah, exactly. Especially with animals and with, you know, carnivores, prey animals, things like that. Snakes. Yeah. I also think it's a really good medium of a kink to show off um, the fangs, like yes. teeth and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess a lot of um, personas i guess like a majority of them are based off of uh carnal animals you know you don't see like um many herbivore personas i guess if we had to like break down the stats i feel like we'd get more carnivorous versus herbivore you got wolves and foxes so many wolves and foxes like you can throw a rock and you're gonna hit a wolf what do they do you know (laughs) okay i've been listening to a lot of science podcasts and like omnivore herbivore and all that is also kind of bullshit anyways because we have seen so many species we've like marked as like um herbivores like eat meat so if you have a deer sona it can kill a bird don't worry you're not breaking the (laughs) rules of nature they do it all the time and they're brutal about it they do it for fun <laughs> that that's an interesting one. A lot of like popular species I see being used in vor is a giraffe, which hasn't been known <laughs> to be like a prominent it's meat the eater. Neck. It's the neck, yeah. you know. Like, but like, damn, damn, that's hot. It, <laughs> it's more like it's just it's like a slide. It <laughs> yeah, exactly. You get to see the whole thing, you know. Okay, my vorsona is a giraffe, but like the neck is kind of styled to look like a, a <laughs> Mario <that> pipeline. <laughs> That's a PT Piranha Sona, you know? Yeah, uh, it's a giraffe PD Piranha Vorsona. Amazing. What are your Vorsonas? It looked like you had an idea cake. Um, what one? My Vorsona's an eel. Oh. I want to be one of those little, um, what are those little tiny, the cute eels that stick up out of, like, the, the like, coral and shit in the ground? Are they spotted eels? <laughs> Spotted eels. Yeah, they're uh, so Also, cute. I think they're known as garden eels yeah, sometimes. Yeah, that sounds right. But yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, so wait, what is it? Eel? Eel or seal? Eel. Eel. E-E-L. Oh, okay, okay. When you said garden eel, and I was like, that's just a snake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, eels are so weird. Um, oh, you know what I, Since forgot? this is a hentai podcast, they have a ton of sex and we can't figure out how. Oh, what what did we forget? We forgot to say what tag we are today. Oh, you know what? Yeah, let's let's do that. <laughs> you know what? We we got them hooked. They're like, oh, they're, we're going to know about Vor. Cake's about to break into the history, but now it's about us, the podcasters. <laughs> yeah, first. sit yeah. down. The show. <laughs> uh, so, who wants to start off with which tag then? Um. I'm going to go first. I'm just going to be the furry tag today because. Classic. Classic. Yeah. It's just my natural state of being. <laughs> just just default. Okay. Yeah. Lemon, 
What are uh, you feeling? I can't remember if it was said on the last episode, but I'm going to go with mind break because today's just been kind of a veg day for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm just like, I'm feeling pretty like, you know, passed out on the motel rug. <laughs> <laughs> just laying there. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah. I I get those days. Um, I went through a lot today. I was like, should I be piss play because I think I have a UTI? Should I be Ooh. bukkake because I'm just getting tons of stuff pumped out and it's all good because today has been like my first active day in a while. But no, um, today is praise kink for me because I got new deodorant and it's uh, it's vegan. And it's uh, sustainable and good for the earth. So I deserve praise because yeah. I'm better than everyone. Is praise, <laughs> my new deodorant. Is praise a tag? Uh, I mean, on some places, like a praise kink tag, you know. Oh, I thought Maybe it was like, not it like worship, on, is it? Or am I yeah, busy? worship, right, praise. Okay, okay. Yeah, anything to just tell me how good I am for my classy yeah. uh, rose deodorant. You're so mm. brave for taking care of the earth. <laughs> right? <laughs> I I did get it off Amazon though because I haven't been able to go to the store. But you know what? I'm still doing my part. <laughs> Your brain is so big and wrinkly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's us today. Yeah. Let's go back to the past, Kate. What's what's the history of of Vor? You know, um, it's really hard to find a definite history of mm-hmm. this kink. Um, it's not as cut and dry as it was, like with. Um, Ahegao and like having like, oh, this is a definitive work that talked about it. And especially because this is a kink that's mostly um, more popularized through like commissioned art or commissioned comics or fiction that people write. Um, I'm assuming it's been going on for a while. Uh, in thinking about it, um, I kind of decided to read like some people's like testimonies about like why they're into the kink. And I came across an article from Vice about uh, people talking about how they got into Vore. And one person said that they got into it from reading Little Red Riding Hood. So that made me wonder if like when fairy tales and shit started coming out, someone's like, wow, that would be really hot if I was swallowed by a wolf and in their <laughs> stomach. Yeah, because yeah, the Grimm for, um, brothers were down bad. <laughs> I feel like certain kinks do come not from like a sexual place, but it's yeah. like something that's like well told and then someone finds it hot. Uh, I would guess, I mean, it would be, I don't know, uh, maybe to touch on like the fact that it's a, also a childhood exposure as well could also be influential towards some kink uh, development. Definitely. And I know that that's um, to touch on like hypnosis. A lot of people's hypnosis kink comes from watching Jungle Book or watching Robin Hood and seeing the snake. So, yeah, it's more of like a, a childhood based fantasy, which I feel like majority of people's kinks come from like some sort of formative thing that happened for you. It makes you yeah. wonder about like, the, so with that in mind, could we observe what is being exposed to children now and would that be a kink in 10 years 10 or so years Maybe. oh man people are going to be like uh cryptophilias and like into <laughs> crypto coin I've, I've got a kink for being ripped off with uh, v bucks <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, the biggest thing on uh rule 34 is going to be stolen apes just <laughs> amazing <laughs> um yeah, not not to get too deep into it because we're we're not uh, 
that podcast. But I wonder if part of it is just because, like, especially here in the West, um, some of our sexual education is so reserved that once like someone starts kind of figuring that out without even knowing what those feelings and experiences are like you know because it's possible to like not even know it's sex related but there's this different part of your brain activating and then you fucking see sexy fox on tv and you're like i'm i'm attached to this for some reason yeah you know and not having some sort of concept of why you're attached to it i know someone else in this article had mentioned um also what did it for them too is like seeing like reading a book about someone getting swallowed by a well or like when you think of pinocchio Mm. and like thinking about like oh it looks so like red and lush in there like it would feel like really soft to be in like a like red lush velvet room (laughs) and they had said like they started looking up pictures of like whales mouths one time on the internet and that's kind of how they ended up looking up ma shots which i was gonna say in the furry community the joke is always paws or maws so like if you're into mm-hmm. paws like you're a foot person if you're into maws you're probably into vor mm. um so yeah so they stumbled across maw shots and got into furry shit so yeah i guess hmm. i don't know if that's worth talking about now but there is that uh, classic joke of like you can tell when an artist does draw furry um for art by how detailed the mouth looks sometimes <laughs> yeah. just casual art <laughs> <laughs> Just they're always smiling with their teeth. Yeah, yeah. Each tooth like, is drawn. Oh, I don't know there were that many ridges on the roof of the mouth. That's kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? their, their soft palate is defined. Mm. <laughs> I will say in some of my looking, I did see that uh, it's believed that Vor was really conceptualized as a fetish via the internet like era. Because uh, while cannibalism has been like documented in myth and story throughout all of time, um, it's never sexualized in those like ancient stories, really. So, mm. um, yeah, this, this is more of a newer age. You uh, don't kink. think someone beat off to Saturn devouring his son? Is that oh. what you're saying? <laughs> Someone oh. did, but they didn't tell people about it. So <laughs> damn, that's a real freak. Yeah, yeah. No one talks about how Icarus whacked off too close to a mouth. So, <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, it's also interesting too, kind of the the ties between sci-fi and four too. Like I know someone else in this article mentioned like video drone was their war gateway, and someone else mentioning like aliens being their war gateway as well. So I wonder the overlap between like vor and ava position and unbirthing and Mm. things like that. I'm sure there's there's something to be said here. Oh, I as someone who has spent a lot of time today looking at vor boards, boards as they would like to call them. Yeah, (laughs) boards. Yeah, uh, like I I went to a whole vor uh, site. Ika's portal and uh, yeah I did see like uh, boards for ovipositors and furry and and, yeah a lot of it was like tangentially related for people Mm -hmm. I think it's also another one of those um, fetishes that I guess we could like you know lump together with like inflation and other stuff where like uh, the content of the art is very much disconnected from any type of verisimilitude there is no like we talk. We don't talk about the, like the reality of what actually yeah. happens. Oh, you yeah. know, like there's no like. <laughs> well, I mean, there is some sect of it, but like I feel like that's just a certain type of people that would talk about like you know like digestion and excretion and stuff like that. You know, but like it's very much a 
um, we isolate a part of it and then sort of magnify that feeling and don't really think too much about the repercussions of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's more about stimulating the fantasy of the brain. Um, yeah. In fact, yeah. I guess that kind of segues into accessibility uh, versus like real life and stuff. If you're done with history cake. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, it, it just, as we are saying, it's one of those things that like the, the general kink is not something you can, do in real life just as is if you do it's hard for and that's something pretty different for most people and maybe yeah. we'll do an episode specifically into that but uh you know there there is like accessibility to some like role play you can do uh some people get like um the bags. just cloths and bags and and different stuff like that um, i didn't know about the bags yeah. it's like a like a um we talked about it in an episode with aurora um it's like a Almost like a body bag kind of thing, um, but it's like really squishy on the inside and you can coat it with lube and it's kind of like facilitating that um, fulfillment of wanting to be encased in something. Right. I'm incredibly claustrophobic, so that scares the shit out of me. But I mentioned in the episode that I would love to be the person that's in the room watching people using it and I would even squirt the lube inside of the bag. I just don't want to be inside the See? bag. It does like I'm claustrophobic and the thought of it doesn't bother me at first until you say the yeah. lube because um are are any of you familiar with uh sometimes they're colloquially called uh like autism hammocks it's like sensory deprivation hammock yeah. pod uh, uh, like um like thunder blankets right yeah but they're like hanging from the ceiling and you just hang in it um and like i was looking at that and like i'm claustrophobic but i was like oh that looks kind of comforting like i'd actually want yeah. to do that but then like the you thought swaddled, of it, right what like it's swaddling right yeah yeah you know i okay. just want comfort because i'm touch starved but uh the idea of it being moist just oh <laughs> No, yeah. thank you. Uh, I will say uh, this. This has been one episode to do research for because Vor is one of those things that does like irk me. Um, you know, longtime listeners of the show know a lot of things, too, um, but I still try to look into it earnestly and with an open mouth. I uh, <laughs> hey. um, open ma. Yeah, so uh, more on accessibility. Uh, Ika's portal, just a great place for uh, role playing. I want to see like um, the forms, the the boards. How often yeah. are they updated? And it's like constant. Like there there are things from sure. today, from within the last hour, several posts. Um, Same with even like furry, like fur affinity. I'm sure if you looked up Vor on fur affinity right now, you would find so much shit. Yeah. And so, like, I'm specifically right now on the uh, looking for people for RPing and uh, there's everything male, female, specifically called out non-binary here, uh, uh, hungry, looking for prey, looking for predator, everything you could want. Um, one of them was like looking for twink. And I'm like, that's great. Uh, love I like that. Twinkies. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're just hungry. <laughs> oh, I want a Twinkie now. Yeah. I've had sweets um, in a while. Can I interject one thing <laughs> yes, here? Please. Okay. Um, it, looking at Vor with the furry lens, I found a bunch of uncommon Vor variants. Do you want to hear them? <laughs> Go ahead. Yes. 
Okay. So, of course, like we talked about, you know, soft bore, hard bore. Of course, there's macro and micro and mm, yes. tiny, like a tiny predator eating something big. Um, but the uncommon variants are cockvore, where you're eaten by mm-hmm. the penis. Uh, of course, analvore, breastvore, where you're eaten by the tit, navelvore, pouchvore. So, you know, if you're a kangaroo, kangaroo. or marsupial. Okay. Um, absorption usually that has more of a sci-fi twist to it and soul cell from dragon ball yeah yeah soul <laughs> oh, yes oh soul i think <laughs> like side to side fusing but yeah uh cell absorption yeah mm. uh i i've seen a few uh comics go into the idea of um swallowing someone whole vor style but then like it gained transferred to different parts of the body uh so like expansion done that way it's like mm. an isekai but inside someone's body <laughs> yeah no, <laughs> is voltron vor no okay sorry <laughs> I, it's like uh, if you're f- fans of Dragon Ball, it's like uh, that Majin, Majin Buu character. Yeah. Actually, thinking about it now, Kira Toyama is kind of down bad for that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. you know, um, Cell was just like absorption vor, but Majin Buu was like same size vor, which yeah, you know, and characteristic theft as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I I used to relate really hard with Majin Buu because he was big, pink, dumb, and liked sweets. Um, but <laughs> I'm not into the Vor thing. <laughs> uh, so to to continue down uh, the whole of uh, the mouth here for accessibility, uh, E Hentai has it looks like six thousand nine hundred sixty three galleries, including Vor. Um, and then uh, just Ika's portal, we'll go back to that. I'll say it looks like there are 4,999 topics uh, just in the looking for a role play partner. Um, Faku does not have a Vor tag. Cowards. Uh, yeah, truly. <laughs> if you look up Vor on Twitter, it's one of those things that you can go to photos uh, and it gives you exactly what you want, which, uh, believe it or not, is not always the case when it comes to some of these kinks and fetishes. So that's pretty nice. Um, found a, a new artist here just by doing that. Um, Lover Lamia. Uh, check them out. Put in the show notes since cakes making me do stuff in there already. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> uh, rule 34 has 3,000. Oh, no. I, I moved my comma. 35,241 images with the newest one being uh, Chun-Li swallowing uh, Jury, the girl with the pink bangs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how do we keep coming to fighting games? People are horny. I think if I was to put on my uh, Sigmund Freud hat here. Um, <laughs> You're a true Sigma. Gamer chair psychology. <laughs> there you go. Me and my DX racer armchair psychologist. <laughs> um, I think it's because um, Vor definitely plays into the whole um, dominant submissive uh, power dynamic and relationships. Very at the forefront of like the fetish. Like it's all like... The, maybe the logical extreme of yeah. it yeah. of like a uh, dominant uh, dominant and submissive and so like it can often feel like um very abrasive you know so maybe that's why it can lend itself to like fighting a game characters that like you know the loser has to be yeah. the 
uh, default prey and stuff like that, you know. So maybe that's why it can be, or just maybe just Chun Li's just in everything, <laughs> True. you know. Yeah. <laughs> like she's really hot. She's always been hot. Show me a tag that doesn't have Chun Li in it. I, I will wait. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's humiliating to be swallowed whole and be stuck in their tummy. You can't get out, and oh. you're like pushing around, and they're just like satisfied and full. Like they've mm-hmm. captured you and fulfilled one of their like human needs. I will say, as someone who falls asleep to science podcasts now, uh, you you could not survive in a tummy. There's not air in there, you know? I mean, that's the point. You're not supposed to be surviving. What if I there. went down with scuba gear? <laughs> what then? Yeah, or a snorkel that kind of goes out their throat. Yeah. I I bring a, bo- a bottle of Pepto-Bismol with me to counteract the stomach acid, you know? Yeah. Um, mm. I want to see, like... Yeah, big brain shit. I want to see <laughs> Knuckles fight Sonic by being covered in, like, Mentos and, like, holding a bottle of Coke so Sonic can't swallow him whole. Amazing. And I just walk out when I'm done. Easy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, guess how many Vor submissions for Affinity has? Oh... <laughs> Would it be easier to say which aren't? Yeah. Is there like three that don't have four in them? Probably. There are 613,466 submissions. Champions. Oh. Yeah. Absolute kings. Furries. Yeah. Furries go fucking hard. So last week we did the like um, Nifo Bites challenge of the week was to do a drawing. This week it's um, take that number Cake just said and do a parody to that Rent song. Rent. <laughs> <laughs> 613,466 submissions. <laughs> to fill a man's belly. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I've, ne- I, oh I've never seen Rent. I just know that song. But um, yeah. yeah, do that. It, it would it would uh, really fill us up with joy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, shall we shall we move on to artists? Yes. All right. Cake. Uh, you know what? We're going to save cake for last. Uh, Lemon, okay. why not? Why not start with you? Uh, yeah, sure. I think the most prominent uh, war artist when it comes to me and also a very good friend of mine is probably mode seven oh like definitely a big uh pioneer in the sort of like exploring the various types of um ingestion and a lot of other just stuff they're just like they're really also um focusing on the sort of texture of the work as well um i think that's got to be my shout out and you know for everyone i think everyone who's even just a bit familiar or like into the vortag just knows about mode seven already that's how prominent they are. And then uh, for my backup, I guess I have to say another artist, uh, Big Big is uh, pretty big up there. <laughs> it's just Big Big, the word twice. Uh, they're pretty much very well known in the work community. Oh, man. The, you have to be a good artist when you can have the worst SEO in a username and still be found. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. My artist... It, it was hard for me to find because, again, like, Vore is one of those things that can, like, bother me really easily. Um, so I was, like, looking around <laughs> and I, like, was getting, like, little goosebumps because I'm just like, oh, oh. And, again, like, I'm never trying to, like, yuck anyone or, like, bother. Uh, I'm never trying to, like, yuck anyone's yums. Like, if you're into it, by all means. But just I'm a little baby. I can't handle it. But <laughs> I did find an artist and they are 
are Shryland. Um, they do a lot of Vor stuff. They recently released a remaster of one of their comics, and uh, that will be linked below. Uh, pretty good. It's like a an office thing, and yeah, they they have really nice, well defined line art with. Um, just good detail, good clothing physics and stuff. <laughs> like I'm trying to like look at everything besides the Vor part because <laughs> the I, the IGN review of uh, yeah of yeah. Um, it's got a little something yeah, for everybody. You know, uh, I mean, <laughs> I found it because I was trying to find uh, something breast expansion related, and this is an art is a little bit of like everywhere expansion while the Vor is happening. Um, so like it it pushes beyond just the same size because she's getting bigger and bigger and bigger uh, with her, her stomach as more people are in there uh, in this comic and, and seems like with other works uh, Shryland has done. Uh, so yeah, go check them out and support them and just eat everything up. They do. <laughs> but um, cake, what you got? You know what? I'm going to do a throwback and I'm going to recommend uh, Beach Fox, who was the artist behind Naga's Shower, because that work was just <laughs> life changing. Um, I had so much fun reviewing yeah. that comic on Nymphomercial. Um, plus, I feel like Snake's. And Nagas are like the perfect mm-hmm. vehicle for And if we talk about so, it enough, know. eventually Micro will come onto the podcast. Yes, yes. Um, it's like a, what is it? The the Kevin Bacon degrees of separation. This is like the <laughs> Micro Vor mm-hmm. degrees of separation. You know, we, we all have like a vision board of who we want to lure onto Nymphomercial. And, and Micro's mm-hmm. definitely on there. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, before we get to like our our later half of the show, any last vor words? Uh, vor words. Oh, yeah. the oh front you know what? Wouldn't. I need to put this on the itinerary. <laughs> but I'm sh- Lemon, as an erotic artist, have you drawn vor? Uh, I think I've, dr- I've dabbled in some of it. That's been like tertiary. Um, I'm also going to be on a. Um, a game on Steam that does feature the content that I'll be contributing to. Ooh. Uh, check it out. It's going to be, co- it's called Champions of Venus. Um, so it does have uh, more content in it and awesome. I'll be contributing some to it. Um, but no, I haven't really dabbled much into it. And I'm, I'm just kind of like neutral about the subject. Like I think there's like, uh, some of it can be good. A, a lot of it can be bad. You know, it's very like, um, uh, again, I think a lot of fetishes uh, rely on this, the back of a good artist to sort of pull it off. Like, like you might look at it and not in the face value and be like, okay, I don't get this. This is dumb. But then an artist, you can sort of like really peer into their soul and sort of like see behind their eyes of like, oh, okay, I see what you're getting into this and what you're you're doing here and like where you're, yeah, that's you why it's see important how it's good, you know? To- uh, commission different artists for your niche kink because then you post that on rule 34 and then someone mm-hmm. else sees it and they get lured into it and then they start commissioning more and then it's like a pyramid scheme mm-hmm. but horny mm-hmm. <laughs> um so mm-hmm. that's why i'm going to commission lemon to draw my car sona but like voring through just like a, a little door you know voring a door Oh, like the door opens and like that's considered like Vor getting into me as a Carsona. 
Oh, Dorf, Dorvor. So you, you want me to draw a Ford Dvoring if Boring <laughs> no, no, the, a, a the door? door. <laughs> commits the vor by like in swallowing Adora uh, and then she's in me as the car and then my glove box opens and vores her again oh yeah okay all right so like the glove box is the mouth yeah a mouth I mean they don't always have to be mouths it's multifaceted vor your car stone is capable of just so much vor you've got the doors the trunk that could be pouch you know the gas tank can vor that's another one you know yeah Uh, yeah I was just thinking like you know if we talked about how the different categories of vor like uh, the different entries into the body you know we could could, we could see the definite next layer with cars now you know the exhaust Mm -hmm. vor oh and then also like imagine a voltron but like it, it you have to get vored into it so so like someone gets eaten to control the head and then like someone gets sucked into the nipple for like the the chest uh which would control the arms i think that's practical um and then yeah. like someone through the navel and they control the stomach which actually has missiles and then uh like genital vor is like how they control the legs yeah there we go we figured out the new like thunderbird sequel mm-hmm. there we go <laughs> The Cursed Thunderbird sequel. Yeah. <laughs> this is the brain yeah. I have to live with all the time. <laughs> Condolences. Oh, my goodness. Oh, but yeah, I think that. Um, no, I, I can't think of a pun, but I think that uh, wraps everything up on the vor front then. Are you full? Yeah, uh, there it is. <laughs> Lemon, you want to take you. us to our closing area of the show? Okay, yeah, so a bit of a palate cleanser, but maybe slightly <laughs> related to it. Like, I mean, uh, there's not much, you know, topical flavor of the months, uh, you know, ironically, <laughs> that are related to sort of like Vore. Uh, I did want to quickly approach on the the big meme around Vore was, um, if anyone's not familiar about, uh, 8th of August, which just passed at the mm-hmm. time of recording. It is uh, Vore Day. <laughs> And it's always funny to see that, like, just trend on Twitter and just, you know, invite casual onlookers to just be exposed mm-hmm. uh, past their innocent virgin eyes. So that's always fun to think about. It. It's eight, eight, because, you oh. know, it sounds like eight, The past eight, tense of eight is yeah. eight. Okay. There we go. Uh, so that's just a quick little aside. But um, so I'm going to go into my little flavor of the month segment. Um, and what I chose for this uh, month. Oh man, I just had it open. <laughs> we need like here. 15 monitors for this show. I know. Um, but the one I could uh, find today for your explanation pleasure is the hands-free bubble tea. Oh. Or, I don't know why it's known as the tapioca challenge. Yes. So Amazing. For people not familiar with this um, meme, it was kind of like, again, very... Very straightforward. It's just, you know, a nice drink of uh, boba tea or tapioca tea or uh, those, what is those popping tea Pearl things. juice. Uh, pearl <laughs> juice, all that sort of stuff. That very new age millennial drink <laughs> that everyone's drinking with their avocado yeah. toast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's basically one of those. And, uh, you know, you got your hot girl drinking it. But the twist is that she doesn't have to use her hands to hold it up. It's uh, rested entirely on the you know, prominent bosom to sort of carry the drink. And um, let's see, when was the origin of this? Have this written down. It was actually, uh, came by June 7th, 
2019 by Japanese model at uh, H Cup Admin. Uploaded two videos of herself drinking a latte from a cup resting on her oh, breasts. Oh, is, is the, IRL the, origins? Yeah, yeah. So I think it kind of like it started off as a sort of like um, a Japanese model doing that, and then you know it's like, oh, we should all draw this, everybody. You know, that's usually how these flavor of the months start. Um, so yeah, it received a 1.7 million views and 22,000 views in two weeks, respectively. Um, and just sort of like went from there and then, you know, the internet grabbed a hold of it and then all their OCs with the big boobs, uh, have to, uh, draw them drinking the tapioca, uh, drink. Has Nichols done the tapioca challenge yet? No, not yet. Um, and also, uh, just to, before I quit, before, um, forget, I do like the variants of it where it's always like the <laughs> the girls with the flat chests are unable to compete with the challenge as well. So they like <laughs> have to get creative either like by holding it or just like sitting I, I all like the way it back. even when they're <laughs> there you go, cake. You did it. Yep. Small titties. I just use my elbows to hold it. I'm not even flexible enough to use my elbows to do it. Um I feel like a lot of artists did use a flat character sh- to show the tea spilling to just kind of brag about their water physics. They're like, look at these splashes. Yeah, I can do this. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm seeing one right now of a girl who is relatively flat, but she's in like um, like camo army gear. And it's like the padding of the like vest that's like holding the boba tea. So that'll be linked in the show Amazing. notes. But yeah, Um this was a great one. I love this because I love Boba Tea. Um, I love big titty characters. And I, I don't know. This was one that showed more personality of your character when you did it. Because I feel like they were either being smug or it was showing off that they're like, oh, look, I can do this. And then, like you said, that there's like a flat character that like has some other kind of feeling about it. So unlike Jacko is is a way to show off a little bit more personality of your OCs. Yeah, even through yeah. like your OC's boba order too. Yeah, well, like there's variation in that. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of like variation with the type of drinks. I've seen like, you know, big German beer steins being used in place of the tapioca just to show the the power of the breasts, you know? Uh, I need to draw <laughs> Nympho Chan with this because she's got the like perfect cup holder boob window already. Yes, she does. <laughs> uh, so what's everyone's like a uh, favorite uh boba order? Boba order. Oh, I like the is it boba, but like the strawberry popping ones? Yeah, popping boba. Yeah, that can still count. Is that still a boba, or is that just like uh, its own thing? I mean, potato paboba. It's anything you can order at a boba shop. So if it's popping jelly, right, okay. boba, whatever kind of jelly, like yeah, it right, yeah, that's mine. Yeah, uh, those <laughs> popping ones are good. What about you, Cake? Um, I am a basic bitch. Uh, milk hurts my tummy <laughs> sometimes. Um. So I'm a, a non-dairy kind of gal, but when I get boba, I usually just get jasmine tea, lightly sweetened, light ice with boba. If they have grass jelly, I get grass jelly. A place that I go to has sakura jelly. That's pretty good. So Ooh. I get that. Oh, very nice. So I have been going to a place called T4 and working my way down the entire menu one by one. Amazing. Um, yeah, But when Determined. I want to just order something, I typically like... I am a big fan of classic just boba pearls. Uh, I also really enjoy the lychee popping boba. Those are pretty good. Um, and like 
taro is a great flavor mm-hmm. uh i mean it's just such a classic like there's a reason it's the most popular but i've been really into a, a snow globe which is like um i think it's like chocolate milk tea and traditional pearls and then um uh aloe vera chunks i think Nice. So, yeah, I don't know. Something about having the like two different kind of chunks is nice. Yeah, um, I like multi textured because same with like the grass jelly has like a softer bite and then the tapioca pearls are more chewy. Yeah, I also love getting Papa Boba on my Froyo. Ooh. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Decadent. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not much for the the chewy tapioca because like I just feel like that's contrasting with drinking. You know, I'm just like, oh, nice pleasant drink, and then I'm like, chew, 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 chew. You know, and it's like it's too much work for me. <laughs> what I'm hearing is that you don't like firm balls in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not like uh, bird balls in my mouth. No. <laughs> uh, I I forgot. Uh, Aurora and I actually uh, on the Nymphomercial Instagram and and Twitch, we we've created a Baja Blast Boba milk tea. Oh, dang. <laughs> like we, we cooked the boba. We like did the milk frothing and it's a Baja Blast right from Taco Bell. And it's good. Like I would actually drink that. Um it is spicy though. It'll hurt your tummy, especially you cake. Like it is a destroyer of worlds. Oh my goodness. You gotta it. try it at least once. Really getting blah blasted in that mm-hmm. later on. Yeah. 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 Uh any other uh, words on it though, Lemon? Did you draw any characters in the challenge? I haven't drawn anything for the like just like the Jacko challenge. I haven't drawn anything for the tapioca challenge. Um I think just as a general rule, I try not to I mean, a flavor of the month really has to like grip me to be like, okay, I gotta draw this, you know? Like, um, I don't want to spoil any future episodes, but like, I think there was one I did cave into to drawing. Um, but yeah, I think it was, um, yeah, I drew, I drew Bowsette when she first um, stepped on the scene, but like that was before we all cemented her as like, she is just goth princess peach. And I drew her like more feral animal, like, like, as if like, you know, actual Bowser, um, but yeah, when it comes to the tapioca challenge, um, no, I haven't drawn it yet. I mean, I, I, there's no harm in it for me. I think out of if I have to give it my patented iconic flavor of the month rating, I'd give it a solid eight out of ten. It's like yeah, it's a good solid one. You know, yeah. it's not going to annoy me if I see it. Uh, one last one to mention is I found a flat little succubus, and she's ho- using her tail. <gasps> How precious. Uh, so, yeah, check the show notes. I'll have a few linked in there just like last week. Um, yeah. So, Lemon, do you want to take us uh, to to rule 34? <laughs> rule 34 this week. Uh, OK, so we talked about last week. Um, top of the I came list was surprisingly Francine from American yeah. Dad. Is mm-hmm. it uh, American Dad? Dad? Yeah. American yeah. Dad. OK. America's Dad. <laughs> America's dad. <laughs> we have American dad at home. It's just the boot like America's dad version. <laughs> dad states. Um, but yeah, so this uh, week I wanted to approach on um, another feature that um, Rule 34 has on its website, which um, allows you to search for most search tag by country. Um, so they provide you like, you know, I'm trying to describe this to our audio listeners here. I mean, there's not a video version, but, you know, whatever. You can pretend uh, however you imagine us. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, Rule 34 has a function on the site where it shows the entire world map, excluding that top North Pole region. I can't remember what it's called, Antarctica. I don't know. There's no one there. Um, <laughs> but there is one for the bottom half. What's uh, that one called? South Pole. Oh, no. What? That's Antarctica. <laughs> What's the top one? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm so bad at geography. <laughs> Our teachers are yeah. so disappointed in us. For everyone at home, I can see my two co-hosts Googling on their phones right now what it is. So don't let them edit it in that they know this. No, this is the show with yeah, no of, editing. Of course. I, I, wink, I, I did wink. so good and didn't edit the last one at all. Um I'm going to hear the edited the version of this one. It's the Arctic. The Arctic, the Arctic there we and go. the Antarctic. <laughs> okay. The one where the ants live. The one where Lemon, the ants live. How did you not know that? <laughs> okay, yeah, so there's no reason for that. Uh, but weird side tangent. Uh, it gives you a breakdown of like which country and what, what is the most popular tag in that country. So, you know, if you were to take a casual guess, the top one, number one tag uh, for most of the world is. You know, surprising, not surprisingly, uh, Futanari. Yeah. Best of both, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It is, um, I think it's been talked about in a good couple of like news outlets and maybe other uh, contemporary uh, research sites on it that like Futanari is the most popular tag out there right now. Amazing. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think there's a lot of like, you know, discussion around why it is like that. Maybe it's just like, you know, you get the best yeah, of I mean, both with worlds, it being so know? widespread, um, it has to come from different sources, like for cultural relevancy. It can't just be one thing. It's um, you know how there's a, a convergent evolution. This is like convergent evolution, just like everyone around the world is like getting into it for different reasons. Is it a global circle? Jerk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely uh it's got something for everybody, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so there's there's you're going to see a lot of like um the tag Futanari just dominating a large part of the earth right now, you know. So a lot of America, a lot of North America, uh Russia, most of Europe, actually yeah, all of Europe, Great Britain, Australia, uh Indonesia, like a lot of the world is just like they're that's that's where they're jammed. And I guess I want to point out some of the oddities I see looking at this map. Okay, let's hear you it. Know, um, first of all, the big one I want to point out is um, the ever contrarian uh, Wyoming. <laughs> right? Yeah. America's <laughs> all blue of Futanari, and there's this one little different colored spot. You know, that good old square state Wyoming. I don't know where it's famous for. I've never been there. Um, but, uh, you know, there's like, okay, so they don't like food and art. What do, what do they like? You know, what is, what does Wyoming think is like the best thing ever? And, you know, they just like a little, you know, little humble slice of, um, rape. Goodness. <laughs> Amazing. Just, just go, you know, that's just, that's, you know, it's so weird because like, you just see the rest of like the table at the restaurant has ordered something normal and Wyoming was like, yeah, uh, there's something here <laughs> called pig's intestines. <laughs> yeah. do, you ha- do you still yeah. do that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so that, that was my first thing uh, that's, uh, that kind of struck me as odd. And then you just go a bit more south, you know, past uh, Colorado, past New Mexico, and then straight into good old-fashioned old Mexico, original Mexico. 
classic Mexico. <laughs> and the number one tag there is uh, uh, Fortnite. What? <laughs> just, just like <laughs> that's that's so good. I don't know if that's like <laughs> is it is it just that prominent or. Did people accidentally think Rule 34 was a Google search bar? <laughs> Number one victory royale. <laughs> yeah. Fortnite's getting all these skins. They're they're a bigger crossover than uh Endgame Avengers. They're a bigger crossover than Smash Bros. at this point. You know, you got Tony Stark, yeah. you got um Anira Grande. Honorary Grunt uh, <laughs> Ariana. <laughs> I went to her concert and I can't say her name. Fake fan, fake fan. Um, I won the tickets. That's why I went. Um, but yeah, so so Fortnite's a little bit of everything. It's got dancing. It's got guns, pinatas. Um, it's got a ton. And titties, I guess, in, in Mexico, you know, it's just yeah. big there. Yeah, you got your flying buses. Yeah. Who, who doesn't love a good old Fortnite? And then I guess the, the third biggest oddity for me is uh, <laughs> all of China and Thailand are just big into um, Sakimi Chan, the artist, you know, oh. controversial uh, figure as they are. Uh, uh, that's just them, you know. Canadian the, uh, artist, correct? A named artist, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's a Canadian artist. They're from Canada? I yeah, believe you, so. You think Canada would pull together with the patriotism here, but no, there's they're just <laughs> they're big on the Futanari train as well, you know? Yeah. So, you know what? Uh, America, Canada, you know, uh, Europe, it's all about coming together, embracing everything. So Futanari, um, except Wyoming, they <laughs> they're doing their own shit. Yeah, they're they're in a, a very different place. There, there's a reason that state is shaped like a little jail cell. <laughs> yeah, Can we cut them out and just float them, float them off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have a, uh, have a hole there. Yeah. And, and then, uh, you know, fourth oddity again. This is so weird, but, um, you know, if we, you know, learn along with Lemon, point to Ethiopia, Ethiopia on your map right now. Okay. I got my finger yeah. on it right now. Right there. And their biggest tag, you know, very popular over there. Um, Ruby. As the, in the uh, R W B Y? Yeah, yeah. The uh, huh. Monty Um animated. The Rooster Teeth show. Yeah, yeah. there we go. There we go. There we go. Huh. That's big in Ethiopia, if you ever wanted to know. Yeah. I, know. I imagine uh, Ruby's going to climb the charts with the uh, new anime coming out. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So uh, it's big there. Um, and. And then my fifth oddity is the South Pole one, Antarctica. Oh, right? yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, ATA. Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> ATA. I'm, I'm doing this a bit live, but their number one tag is Ari. Ari? Am I reading that right? Like the League of Legends character? <laughs> I, I believe so. What? I mean, it's League of Legends, which is there's the some number... people that play League in, in Antarctica and <laughs> the research stations. Yeah, the guys in the thing are just like all playing League of Legends, <laughs> and like you know, one of them just opened up a browser of Rule Thirty Four and be like, you know, <laughs> they look up the stats and then they're like, well, while I'm here, <laughs> <laughs> what's her build? Wink, wink. Yeah. Um, imagine being a gamer in the South Pole. You can just open a window and your PC runs fine. You know. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh yeah, because the cooling. I was thinking like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, that doesn't work. How do you connect? There's no like internet infrastructure there. <laughs> there, there is. There, there's a TikTok page that like people at the South Pole in a research station show what it's like living there. Oh. Um, it's very interesting. Cool. I, I mean, at this point, I've said it. It's got to be in the show notes now. I'll dig through all of TikTok to find that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's my um, noted noted oddities from the Rule 34 tag map. It's just uh, interesting to see what the rest of it was like. Again, check it out yourself. Uh, you know, see where you're from. See what's popular in your region of the world, you know. Uh, be, be disappointed, be proud, you know. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah. Discover a new kink. Yeah. Let us know if you agree with your, your local area's um, main thing. If you're from Wyoming... Tell us if you need help. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, uh, uh, my big shill of the week is our Twitter. Go go mm-hmm. tweet at us there, just at an infomercial and follow us. It, it's such a I'm on, I'm on my knees begging. It's such a shameless ask. But the more followers we get, the bigger we look uh, just on a social media and we can do more collabs because uh, our Twitter account does not reflect the like almost 30,000 downloads we have. Mm -hmm. It doesn't it doesn't connect very well because people are too shy on social media. So help us. I'm begging. It's also a nice place to see like we do a lot of retweets from erotic artists too. So if you want to see some like hand curated um, art, erotic art. Yeah. Cake is over there feverishly retweeting stuff. And every once in a while I go, well, I got to find something that's not furry now. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And go follow the Twitter because I'm going to go around knocking every house in America and seeing if they're subscribed. If they're not, they're getting a beating, you know, so like goat's blood, the top of your house for, so to know. be protected, you know, you can draw the drop symbol with the goat's blood yeah, in the middle. Yeah. A little QR code I'll, in the center, just finger painted. And you see me stomping around. I'll just keep moving on. You know, mm-hmm. won't even see you. I'll just... No, yeah, recognize. We, no trouble in your neighborhood. We should buy an ad in Fortnite so we get all of Mexico to listen. Yes. <laughs> there you go. This is this is now an L infomercial. Yeah. Well, that's my one one shill of the week. Uh, thank you everyone for tuning in. Let us know what mm-hmm. you think. Uh, I always I'm going to plug Twitch because we've been doing more and more there. I just conned Lemon into doing the Let's Play on there. So so check it out. Infomercial or please help Twitch.tv <laughs> slash infomercial. I know how the internet works. Um, but yeah, uh, I've been fifty seven thousand ants in a milk suit. And I've been 57 and 8,000. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been 57 ant personas in a human suit. <laughs> and uh, good luck on your erotic endeavors. <laughs> Janet, bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Goodness. What I'm hearing is that you don't like firm balls in your mouth. <laughs>